0: What's up? It's your boy Jay with You Heard It First. Before we go any further, I'm going to introduce you to my platform, my social platform, wellyouhearditfirst.co, my Instagram, YHIF Podcast, and my YouTube page is You Heard It First. And now we're going to go into my special guest that we have today. A1 Bob, my boy A1 Bob on Monster Truck. What's up, Bob?
1: What's up, man? How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you, Bob? Ah, Like I said, every day is a good day. I told you what happened six weeks ago. Every day is a good day for me now.
0: Right, right. We'll get into that later, Bob. But so, so tell me a little bit about uh, we came out. Uh, I came out to your house. Uh, you introduced me uh, to Had your wife.
1: Had a blast.
0: Yeah, we did, Bob. Uh, you introduced me to your wife, uh, your son. And also your uh daughter in law, right? Yep, and um you can go ahead. I'm sorry. Kayla. Right, Kayla. And um and you showed me around your, your place and we went from there and uh uh he took
1: you out back and scared the hell out of you.
0: Yeah, you did. Um <laughs> um so we, when we went to uh, your your place, I wasn't expecting to uh in your truck and uh i'm pretty sure you're well aware well aware of that uh but um it was a pleasure for me for you to show me your truck and uh get the opportunity to 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 uh ride in your truck regardless of your antics but uh uh i just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to meet your family because uh, family is very important to me, uh, and I always have been. So for you to in, for for you to in, invite me over to uh, introduce you to the family means a lot to me. And I know you're a family
1: guy. This truck has brought the whole family a lot closer. We find everybody's helping everybody. What Kayla can do for me, what my kid can get done for me. My wife does all the paperwork, registrations, insurances. I mean, it's a lot to roll down the road with a 30,000-pound uh, truck on a low boy.
0: So let me ask you one question. Uh, with all the weight on the truck and delivering it from one place to another, how do you get those tr- that, that truck, I don't know how much weight, how do, how do you get that truck from one place from point A to point B?
1: We've actually purchased our own uh, tractor trailer. We got a low boy behind the tractor. Um, I can haul up to 70,000 pounds. It's registered as an RV, so you don't necessarily need a commercial driver's license for it. It's more like a toter home, but it's a tractor trailer. Um, So my son can drive it. I can drive it. Um, I pull my permits for the wide load. I got to have a permit for height, weight, and and, uh, length. So I'm not allowed to be over 12 and a half foot wide. Bobby Brown built the truck to measure out at 11 and a half foot wide so that guys like me could go down the road without an escort. Which Bobby Brown? Bobby Brown the singing the Fabricator.
0: Bobby, the, the singing Bobby? No, no, not that Bobby. No,
1: this guy's out of New Smyrna, and he puts together some trucks that are uh, totally amazing. I mean, the guy... I'm blessed to know the guy. I'm blessed to meet the guy and become as good as friends as I've been with him. I mean, the truck he built me is outstanding. Never thought the truck was going to look like that when we started. Never.
0: So when so when you when you have the truck going to where you're going, do you have to have an escort for no. the truck?
1: No, as long as we stay under 12 foot wide, so our loads measure out at uh, 11 and a half foot wide. And I can't be over 13-6 high. So I usually pull the body down to the low boy to about 13-2. Um, DOT just had me on the West Coast. Hour and a half inspection. Came back to me, said, dude, you're doing everything the right way. No fine? No fines. No tickets. And then they asked to pull the patrol cars up beside my truck to take a picture.
0: You know people. You know somebody. <laughs> nah,
1: dude. I, I was just, you know what, man? I treat people the way I want to be treated. And... Um, They had every right to pull me over. There was no reason to disrespect them. What was you doing,
0: Bob? What was you doing, Bob?
1: Yeah, I wasn't doing nothing. They saw me, they came over the hill and they were already looking at me. They saw the truck. They were already pulling into the medium before I even got to them. They were coming after me regardless, just pretty much to make sure that we were following the rules. Right. I mean, a truck that size takes off off the trailer, man. It could kill, could kill people.
0: Yeah, you have to be safety. Safety is very important. Uh, that truck is, you know, when you my first impression of the truck, uh, it was like wow. So I'm gonna get back to where we where where you introduced me to my family and and then we went out back on your property and and um you took me uh, a ride on the truck and the first thing I noticed was like I I was asking the question how I'm gonna get in the truck. And so I noticed uh, from that point that it was hydraulics. You could go ahead and could you explain?
1: Uh, we got remote control hydraulic steps on them. Uh, Bobby Brown designed these steps years ago. When I saw him doing my mother trucks, I said, man, I want to have a truck like that one day. And uh, when Bobby built that truck for us, we got hydraulic lifts. There's some people that are afraid to ride up on the elevator like at first you said you didn't want to go for a ride you're right and i said come on man get but in you didn't this have thing. to
0: say that bob you didn't have to tell the world about
1: that well dude <laughs> hey, i've had a i've done a wedding where i've had a, a pregnant bride ride up that elevator and you know right. what that ride was like
0: yeah i mean for i the first ride is a ride for me you always remember so uh you know it was a surprise, and you wanted to make sure it was a surprise. You, you, uh, you
1: taped it on your phone, didn't you? So yeah, people I got it on could my hear phone. You screaming yeah. to get the hell
0: out. But that's that's from probably just from you know <laughs> me and my boys, my friends stuff. But you know, um, uh, I'm gonna go a little further. What happened was that uh, you know when I got in the truck after the hydraulic lift, getting in the truck. Uh, so we get in the truck. I get seatbelt. Down and getting ready for the ride, and he he p- puts it in drive and takes off, and we we ride out a little bit, and uh, so I didn't notice that That was a it was a dirt it was a it was a dirt pile. So after we backed up and went, so he was making momentum so he could go up the dirt pile and scare the crap out of me. So he did that, and uh, you know I made a little screams and holler for a minute, and then after that we back back in and. Went back in and out back and talked a little more with the family and him and had a little talk. But uh, chaos is a truck that uh you'll never never forget, and that's why you're here. And that's why I want to talk to you about is chaos K H A A S, uh, a monster truck that's from what you're telling me that uh, it's pretty, pretty dominant in the monster truck world, especially when it comes to mudding and tugging. So uh, go ahead.
1: Uh, Man, we've uh, we've done a lot more tugging so far. I really was saving the truck to debut it in the mud up at uh, Iron Horse Mud Ranch owned by Todd Larson. And um, those people are like family to me. I did take it in the mud a week before my heart surgery, but I did that because I wasn't sure the outcome of my heart surgery, and I said, I'll be damned if I'm going to own a truck like this and not run it through the mud. So we did take it through a mud hole, but nothing like what you're going to see on the 14th through the 17th at Iron Horse. I 10-foot deep holes out there.
0: Could you tell me a little bit about uh K-Hoss and the specs, how big it is, how uh, big it is? Uh, how big the truck, how tall it is. Give me a little bit of input about the truck.
1: When the truck's off the trailer, she measures 11 and a half foot wide. She's about 15 foot tall with the KC lights on it. Now, when we trailer it, you say 15 foot tall. We got to jack that body down to the low boy so we can get under the height limit when we're riding down the road. So people say, if that truck is that big, how do you put it on a trailer? Well, we put it on a trailer, then we actually take chain come-alongs and we pull the body down to the low boy so we can get under bridges and uh, under street lights and stuff like that. So just because the truck is so high, we compress the shocks when we move the truck.
0: So how tall is the truck?
1: Truck with the KC lights on it is, is uh, I don't know exactly how high, but I can tell you it's right around 15 foot tall to the top of the KC lights. Now, they come off every time we roll down the road. Those are the first things that get disassembled and put in the bed of the truck just so, to keep us low.
0: So what about the suspensions on the truck? Because that's that's very important for the truck, I'm pretty the sure. The
1: suspension is, um, well, I only know of another truck out there that has eight shocks on it. Uh, it's all four-link suspension. Four-link is uh, you take the springs out from under it, you four-link it, and you put coil-over shocks on it. Uh, big Shocks is the people that supplied my shop, uh, my shocks, and that's Bobby Brown's sponsor, is Big Shocks. So my shocks off the truck measure over six foot tall. Awesome, Big Shocks. Yeah, and there's eight of them on there. My son walked in the shop and saw AJ's truck being built and said, uh, turned around to Bobby Brown and said, if his shocks, if his truck got. Sh- eight shocks. You damn well know my truck is going to have.
0: Well, there you go. You Bobby got eight. Brown then. called
1: me up and said, hey, you, you, I just ordered you four more shocks. So I'll see you on
0: Friday. So talk to me about uh, the tires on that truck. Because uh, we had a little, we had a reel on TikTok and I, the video that we did and I put it on TikTok and I had a lot of questions, a lot of comments, uh, a lot of views for the truck. Well, I haven't talked to you about that, Uh, but uh, a lot of people don't know how do you work on that truck and how do you, because the biggest question was, how do you work on a truck that big? And uh, I text messaged you early this week and you told me, so
1: please explain. When you pull in my shop, uh, I got a covered shop. I built a seven foot boardwalk in the air, um, eight foot wide by 30, 40 foot long, because I have two trucks. The only way to pull up, unless you have a ladder and you're going to scratch all the, the powder coat we got on there, we had to build the boardwalk so that when we're working on the truck at the house, we can just get, go up on the boardwalk and the, you're right there. You can lean over and work on the motor. Now, when we're out in the field, the best thing we do is we back we pull up to the back of another truck and we work out of their tailgate. You know, a truck, comparable to the size of our truck but uh okay yeah that's one thing i'm doing to the truck uh, when we get back from iron horses i'm putting a fire uh, depression kit in it because right now it takes me so long to climb over the tire get to the front of the hood to open it god forbid i ever had a fire and i and I, i couldn't get the hood open quick enough i mean that truck could burn to the ground which which they do burn to the ground every now and then in a mud hole Wow.
0: We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But uh, I want to talk to you about your your journey to getting this truck where it is
1: today and
0: how much it costs your pockets. <laughs>
1: dude. I, 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 it was a long journey. Uh, I started out by buying a friend from a, a truck from a dear friend. Her husband had passed away. So she was going to keep the truck. He was a good friend of mine. Two years later, I picked the truck up. I I tried to drive it around town, but it was heartfelt. Every time I I, I touched the steering wheel, all I could think about was this dude. So one day, my son looked at me and said, hey, there's a guy out there named Kevin Lawrence that's got a big, badass Ford, orange and black truck. And my son was watching him on a tug pad, and he turned to me and said, hey, let's take Rob's truck and let's build a mega truck out of it. Now with that said, I never in Rob, a million
0: Rob. Uh for Rob some of y'all for for some of you all don't know that when I did my interview with uh A1 Bob, uh he was just pretty much a stranger to me. Uh not really, but uh so Rob is Rob Dye is a friend of mine I've been known for years. I know his son Rob Jr. and his wife. And uh Rob passed away, and we didn't know that I knew Rob and he knew rob and so now, and we had a conversation uh uh when we met and I met his family, and we uh found out we knew him, so that made things a lot easier uh created a bond, and that's why we're here today, but uh, sorry to interrupt, could you go ahead and and finish?
1: On the truck itself, it uh, was never intended when we started that build to turn out like it did today. I mean, Bobby Brown is an artist at what he does. The ideas that he came up with week to week. I mean, really, it was between Bobby Brown, my son, every, every Chris. time.
0: Every time you say Bobby Brown, man. I mean. <laughs>
1: every every time we talked to Bobby, my my son Chris and me would get together at the end of the week. Bob, you had a different idea. Let's do this on the truck. Let's do that on the truck. We got overlays on the link bars. We got we got things on the truck that we never dreamed. When we thought we were going to build a truck with seven foot tall tires on it, we never dreamed we were going to have a truck like we have today. And that's the god's honest truth. This wasn't built for uh, to say, look, I got the baddest truck. It turned out that way. I do have one of the baddest trucks in Florida. Um, But there's many more builds coming up behind me. There's there's people that are, it's a, it's a contest. To, to, speaking, I want to be better speaking, than yours. Speaking,
0: speaking of contests, uh, I know you're a badass out here in the monster truck world. I've heard, I watch, I've done my research. You're pretty good at what you do. Your son is good, too. I watched him ride. He's he can, good.
1: He can drive that truck on yeah. the tug pad. He's getting better on the tug yes, pad than me. Yes,
0: he can. And he really doesn't speak of it like he loves it and that's the scary part about it you know he seems like he knows what he's doing and when he does it he just does it but um and that's that's a good thing because it shows me that it's in the blood it's in your family if you know what I mean so but I want to get into uh the competitive part of the monster truck because when I, when I was a kid, and I'm growing up, I remember the Monster Jam, the Monster Truck. And I just want to know, like, in the Monster Truck a world, who is your biggest competitor?
1: Wow. Uh, my biggest competitor right now, because I've had to deal with him already, is A.J. Domenico. He's got the big black Ford that they call Low-Key.
0: Low key, low okay. key, low key. I like that name. I've seen, I've watched, I've watched AJ. Uh, he's pretty good. Dude, he's, he's pretty good.
1: He's that long wheelbase Ford. You know what? Of course I want to go out there and win when I go out there and win, but uh, he pulled me backwards fair and square. I mean, I can load down with some weight. I mean, we could play the weight game, but you know what, man? I had fun losing to him. It's a, it's a family. We go out there to have fun. We're not out there to say, ha ha, I beat you. Your truck sucks. That ain't what that ain't what I'm out there for. Right, I'm out there to have fun. The mud world is a, is a, a family that when you meet them, they're they're amazing.
0: Right, that's the beauty of it. When you got friends you've been knowing, you're racing with it, you have fun, you joke around, you play around with it. But um, from our, from what I hear, that uh, AJ is pretty good at what he does. Uh, you, you, you two, had three races. What do you think he won two? Or you win one, two out of
1: three? Um, Well, we've never really raced in the mud yet, but that's coming up at Iron Horse Mud Ranch in another week. Um, The tug pad, uh, he seems to always be out of town because he travels a lot. I mean, he's traveled to Rednecks with paychecks in Texas. Last time the barn in Sanford was having their tug. Yes. So we didn't get to tug him there. Uh, we didn't get to tug him. The only time we got to tug AJ so far was at West Coast Mud Park. Um, and where is
0: that located? Where is that at?
1: That's on the West Coast uh, over by Crystal River. Um, we were invited there to do a, a country rap video, um, to be in, in the crowd with the country rap video with the truck, which that's going to drop in October sometime. But um, well, I, took the, I took the truck out because with my heart surgery coming up, I knew there was a chance that I might never drive this truck in the mud.
0: Correct. So right.
1: we didn't want to get it dirty before Iron Horse Mud Ranch. It just worked out that, that way.
0: Well, that's good. Let's talk more about uh, skills, skills driving. I know we talked a little bit about the competitors, but let's talk about how important it is to have uh, skilled drivers and driving these big trucks that's worth all this money uh, because you, you a lot of people see – uh uh these kids I mean these guys driving these uh things on YouTube and they think they could just put money in them driving could you could you could you explain that to some of those who think that they can just drive these trucks
1: dude I was one of them man when we got this truck done I thought you got it and I took my tahoe before this truck was done I thought I could drive I'm just gonna go out there hit the gas I'm gonna tug whoever I could and if I get better traction there's no there's more of a game to it There's a way to play and wait. The other guy starts moving his tires. Kenny Wing Jr., he's got a badass dodge, and he pulled my truck backwards at the barn. We pulled him backwards from a dead stop, but he also pulled us backwards. It's a lot of, you know, I thought I knew it all. And, dude, the tug pad will teach you that you got to play the game.
0: Uh, I want to get into something before I forget. Uh, When I came... Over to your house, I noticed the image that's uh, big in the race industry. You probably don't remember, but you had a picture of Dale Earnhardt Sr. I did. And they caught caught my attention. And uh, we all know in the racing world that Dale Earnhardt Sr. is the man. He's the Tom Brady of football. You know what I mean? So uh, when we speak of uh, skilled drivers – that's one person that I can think of, you know, when it comes to skill. His son is pretty good,
1: too. Dude, but. Dale Sr. was my idol, man. I showed you my arm. I got a big number three on my arm. I mean, I'm, I was a diehard. It hasn't been the same since he died. Uh, qualifying's never been the same, even though they don't do qualifying anymore. But uh, Sr. is why I moved from New Jersey. I wanted to be close to the Daytona track, and I did just that. I moved from uh, Tom's River, New Jersey, and uh, I freaking uh, moved in the area so I could go to that track. There was many years I went to that track with no friends because they were all like, why you go watch cars go left in a circle? And I was like, dude, I grew up at Wall Stadium in uh, Wall Township in New Jersey. I was open-wheel guy every week. Jersey we were, boy, huh? Yeah, man.
0: I got you. I understand. what's in you. It's in your blood. It's in your blood. Uh, let's talk about the risk. You know, we just got to speaking about Dale Earnhardt Sr. And we know, we understand how he passed, unfortunately. But we're going to talk about uh, the risk and the injury in the trucking industry. I know me and you had a conversation uh, about uh, an event that happened and some guy was in the truck. I won't go into details about who and what, but I do understand uh, how things can happen because you – Go ahead and explain, of from your experience of what you've seen. Of,
1: it's um, it's pot luck when you're when you got a truck. You know, we don't have the horsepower we're not doing wheelies, but there, you know, our mud truck could tip over in the mud, and you could very well get trapped in that truck before you could get out. Uh, dude, I'll tell you exactly who I saw. I saw AJ tip his truck completely over, put the cab completely under the mud, and there was three people in there.
0: Which a- A.J.? Domingo. Okay, you're saying guy, the guy is pretty good. He dumped
1: a brand-new truck over. I don't know how he did it. Um, there's many different speculations on what he did wrong, what he didn't do right. Listen, I wasn't there. Shit happens, man. I mean, they tip over. And if you, it's not like going underwater. You can swim out of water. But mud. It's, it's not too easy to swim out of mud. And I know three... I know three people that were in that truck, AJ and two others, and uh, I'll be honest with you, man. We were all scared for their lives. Well, was- thank
0: God they're still here.
1: Yes, and, uh, yes, sir. F- man,
0: fortunate there was someone watching over them. But
1: um, I
0: want to get into somebody that was a mentor in your life and probably uh, got you where you are today was somebody that was very significant and you're in the monster truck world, probably one of the biggest guys in the monster truck world. Uh, I've heard his name. A lot of us has heard his name. King Kong Jeff Dane. Uh, could you explain to us how you met and how important
1: he is in your life? Well, back in the day, we all had to have lift kits, and we put 1740 gumbo mutters on your truck, and you thought you were all that so I was living in a campground, Jellystone Campground, off I-4. And my truck was parked next to my camper. And the next morning I woke up and there was this flipping gigantic monster truck next to my camper. And I, I, grabbed, uh, I grabbed my son and I went out there and I was like, whoa, this is King Kong. This is the professional monster truck. Well, he finally came out of the camper and he was like, I, I said to him, I said, well, why did you park right next to my camper? And he said, dude, I need, I'm in need of uh, hydraulic diodes. A diode is an item that will let electricity go one way but won't let it return back the other way. Okay. And he was from out of town, and he said, dude, when I saw your blazer all jacked up with 1740s on it. Looking goes, good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he went, Man, it was, I was young. I worked three jobs, and... Um, I said, come on, get in the truck. We'll go to uh, Orlando Hydraulics and uh, took him down to Hydraulic World and came home, worked on his truck, hung out with him because I was like, I was like starstruck. I mean, here's this damn professional monster truck parks next to me because he thinks I can give him some help the next day. And uh, later that afternoon, he he asked me if I wanted to work for him. So I worked for Jeff on his whole tour in Florida. Jeff, Jeff Dane, right? Jeff Dane. Now he lives in Colleen, Texas. Um, Man, we had a little incident at the fairgrounds in Orlando, and and anybody that's listened to this knows the incident I'm talking about. I'm not going to get into it. We had to back off some cars that were burning, and the crowd freaking went nuts. But they didn't realize that we had one of the first diesel motors on the tour that when the hay in the cars, the smoke from the hay got up into the turbo and was bogging the truck down. Well, he threw it in reverse and came off the trucks, and the crowd went freaking bananas. Well, I was running the T-shirt stand. People tried to kill us at the T-shirt stand, and we got to escort down um, Highway 50 to Kirkman Road, and uh, that's where we loaded up the, uh, the Munster truck, and he said, uh, I'm, I'm getting the hell out of Florida right now. Wow, and, unfortunate. Uh, he told well, me to hook my trailer up and come to Colleen, Texas, but I had just had a baby boy with my first marriage and I just got back from Kuwait. I was working over in Kuwait and I didn't feel like moving to Colleen, Texas. I mean, it's probably the biggest mistake. Maybe I could have been maybe I could have been a, a professional monster truck driver. Well,
0: I mean, uh from my standpoint, you you've done a hell of a job with what you've done with your truck and what you do with your business. I appreciate that. Man. But uh moving forward, we we'll go on I want to talk to you something a little more, uh, something that's a little more close to you. Uh, I know it's something uh, tragic, almost. I want to talk to you about your your surgery you had and explain to me uh, what was it like to, you know, sit, sit you know, have a triple bypass surgery during a COVID pandemic time in a hospital and you only have one person there with you because you. Explain Dude, to
1: me. I would love to tell everybody that's out there listening that uh, I'm going to get choked up doing this, but I I saw the symptoms. I was losing my energy month to month. I've been married for 35 years. I asked my wife for my doctor's phone number. She said, after 35 years, you're finally going to make your first doctor's appointment? I said, I have to. She said, well, you won't get in for a month or two. And I called them up and I said, Doc, Dr. Monet in Sanford, I said, dude, I'm dying because I thought I was. I didn't have the energy to go out and work on my trucks when I got home from work. And um, I went into his office. He got me in that day. I called my wife. I said, get to the doctor's office. Some, something's wrong with me. I know it's wrong. So what I'm trying to say is when you feel your body and you think something's wrong, it probably is. Thank God I followed my gut instinct. I went to Dr. Monette's office, and he listened to my heart, and he said, Bob, you're an AFib. The next day, he had me a doctor's appointment at my cardiologist, and uh, I went up to the cardiologist. I was in his office for 10 minutes. The doc came in. He went over my blood work. I was looking at the computer. He looked at the nurse and said, we got to get, is there a stretcher in the next room? And she said, yes. He said, get this man to the emergency room. So here I am, 10 minutes after I get to the cardiologist, I'm on a stretcher heading to Orlando Regional on a, stre- on a stretcher. They're right across the street. I went in there. They admitted me. That was on a Wednesday. Thursday I had my catheterizations to go up and see how bad the blockages were. Right. Um, went through my groin in two spots and went through my wrist in another spot. And I was paralyzed on the stretcher. And I, c- I couldn't talk, but I could see and hear. And um I heard the doctor say wrap this up he needs immediate heart surgery. So when I came out of recovery at 2:30 that afternoon the doc had a iPad in his hand and he said um, I needed a quadruple bypass. Wow. He said um if you wow. ever had if you hadn't saw the signs and you had your first heart attack he said you probably wouldn't you wouldn't be alive today because you were that plugged up So I signed the iPad, and um, they had me in the surgery room at 7 o'clock the next morning. Wow, um, that was
0: all of a sudden. How did you feel at that point?
1: Oh, man, if you ask me how I felt, when my anesthesiologist walked up to me, she was smoking hot. I looked right at her, and I begged her to keep me alive. I said, please, don't let me die. So what I'm trying to say is... If you guys feel your body's not right, get it checked out. Because had I not did what my gut feeling told me to do, I may not be here today. That's why I said in the beginning when he asked me how my day was, every day is a good day. When I wake up in the morning, I do thank God for another day. I'm sorry for getting upset. It's
0: okay, Bob. We love you, Bob. We thank We're glad to still have you here. And we... we, we're very proud to have you here, and you're still here to do the things you love in the monster truck world.
1: I'm going and, to uh, Iron Horse Mud Ranch, and I'm going to run the shit out and, of these and, trucks.
0: And before, and before we go, go, uh, we're going to talk talk a little more, more about what's going on next week, right? Todd Lawson is having his mud event at the Iron Horse Mud Ranch in Perry, Florida. Uh, Could you go ahead and alliterate about
1: Man, all I can say about the Mud Ranch is if you've never been to Perry, Florida, this is a mud ranch that is family-orientated. Um, Todd has gone over anybody's expectations on how much he's cleaned up the park. You can bring your kids there. Um, we have quiet time at night. Um, it's it's an enjoyable place. We have a, a beach that we can swim in, a lake uh, that's spring-fed. We, we swim in that when we get hot and muddy. I'm coming, A one Bob. I'm telling you, I'm bringing you, the crew, Bob. If you guys don't have nothing to Me and the crew coming, do, Bob. We coming. 14th we coming through the 17th. We coming. It's gonna hell we is mind. gonna break loose in Perry, Florida, we bro. <laughs> I love it, dude.
0: Pleasure having you, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> Please for having subscribe me. to my YouTube page. You heard it first. My IG YHIL podcast and my own personal website. You heard it first, dot C-O. We're out. God bless. Thank you very much. Three, two, one. What's up? It's your boy Jay with You Heard It First. Before we go, before we go any further, check out my social platforms, you heard my Instagram, Y-H-I-F podcast, and my YouTube page, You Heard It First. So, as we go on, uh, we got a special guest here today, Uh, my boy, Trill Will.
2: Whoa, what's up, what's your boy?
0: What's good, man?
2: That's it, man. I'm cooling, Kit Kat cooling right now.
0: (laughs) Glad to have you on You Heard It First, man. We got a lot to talk about. And um, today is a special day. It's my first interview. Uh, You heard it first. uh, Congratulations, by the way. I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, and it's ironic that, you know, I have a podcast and, uh, and, uh, the story behind it is me and Trill, uh, almost became business partners Ooh. in a podcast.
2: Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Almost. <laughs> and,
0: and now, uh, I'm sitting right here today interviewing my dog right here for an interview, uh, and it's uh, my first interview So we're going to do it We're going to do it right We're going to do it big As we move forward We're going to talk a little more about uh, something, right now is trending. Uh, something right now that's trending Something right now that's It's heat You know what I'm saying Something right now that's uh, everybody is listening to on live <laughs> mixtape right now You need to check it out If you ain't heard You better hear it The GFM Mixtape Live Mixtape on Spotify Tell us a, a little bit more about it Trill Will
2: man you know uh GFM just stands for God first family second money third you know a lot of people ask me about that title you know I got I got the chain you know uh God first family second money third really to me it's like a alchemical formula I know people are like alchemical what's that well it really is just like a little formula that it really just put everything in place for me and and it actually uh helped me put everything in position as far as like priorities. And really it like it really like helped me understand the place of what everything go as far as like like so let's say for instance I gotta choose between helping my family or getting some money. I know that family come before money.
1: Right. So I know I, I gotta agree.
2: I gotta I gotta I gotta address the family issue first and then we get to the money. You know, and if there's ever a situation where it's an issue of you know, my spirituality or, 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 the God within me, if that come first or, or get money, we already know. That's an easy answer Right. because we know money third. So right. it's just an alchemical formula for me for a to success, but it turned into something that I feel like can be applied to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like to create generational wealth across the board. And I, you know, people like, well, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about spiritual wealth. I'm talking about mental wealth and mental health and, you know, all the above.
0: Right. Facts. Facts. I like where you put that. I agree with everything you said. And most importantly, you know, like you said, God, you put God first and everything will work after that. So when you put that together and you put it with a song and, and you take that song and I know like, you know, I know you. So, uh, you know, I listen to some of the songs on there, you know, and I know some of the people you're working with. And uh, you know, it's not just a song. It's not just a mixtape. You know, it's got a touch to it because some of the people you work with and some of the people you you connect with. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And you know, it's uh, it's it's definitely magic for me because when I listen to uh, when I listen to uh, the GFM when i you know when I'm riding, or I'm headed to work or I'm headed home from work, and I put it in. I, I always catch something different that i didn't hear and you know how do you got that go when you're watching a movie or you you heard something uh you didn't catch or a part of the clip you didn't catch so you know it's definitely heat so if you ain't heard it you need to go check it out because the gfm uh live mixtape man Trill wheel man listen man i'm gonna be honest with you it's heat and uh, I'm gonna get into a little later on the songs that you got on there. But man, I, I gotta get to you, man. You you appreciate you, it, bro. You stuck your foot in this one, and uh, man, you you doing really well for yourself, man. So so just go give me a little more input with you know the work you put in uh on this mixtape.
2: Well, first of all, I uh I probably recorded probably like probably like a hundred songs to get down to. The songs that I did put on the mixtape. Um it was a lot because I'm always recording. It's a it's a it's never in the process with me. It's not like I record a set amount of songs and I just stop and I just say this is the mixtape. No, that's not how I go. Every week it's a new set of songs that I'm looking to work on, except for when I take my two-week uh sabbatical. I take my two-week little break. You know, like probably like every three, four months, I force myself, okay, well, I'm not going to record these two weeks because I know I need to just live a couple of weeks and just let let it build up. You know, so when I do go back, I, it's ferocious because it's it's like it's built up. It's intense. It's really because I write, I write about how I'm feeling. I write about how I'm feeling, what I did, what I've been through, and I got to be in the mood to do a particular song, you know. So at the end of the day, like I said, it's a continual process of recording and and only when I get that that little voice, my intuition saying, hey, that's good. We need to run with that. That's when I do it. It ain't really no set amount of time or songs. Um, some people some people struggle with, with writing music. So, you know, it, I understand why people, okay, we're going to do 30 songs and then we're going to pick from there. I understand that, but that's not my process. I might reach back and grab a song from a year and a half, two years ago that nobody hasn't heard yet because it wasn't time yet. It didn't fit the project that I was going to put it on. Before. Facts. You know, so it's, it's about putting the puzzle pieces together. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't want to force no pieces together because it ain't going to be right.
0: I understand that uh, I can relate and I can look back and understand why some of the things I went through and I didn't understand at the time. I understand now why I went through the things and why I felt like uh, it didn't happen then because – Like you said, the timing went right. Mm -hmm. So I'm here today because I supposed to be here today and the things happened today for me because I was willing to make it happen today. And I'm here today with someone that I know that's on his grind, it's trending. So today is the day that that, uh, I'm proud to be here with. You You heard it first and we're gonna build from that. GFM, let's move forward. Uh, We wanna talk a little more about uh, some of the songs on uh on your mixtape. Let's Uh, talk
2: about it.
0: Um man, how where should I start at? I think I wanna start at uh I think I start at uh drop, drop the top. That's the song for me. That's my go to song.
2: I think you got uh Calico on there. Calico Jones, yes, shout out to my bro Calico Jones. You know what I'm saying? Big homie man. Um He's been very uh, influential in my career path, not just on um, me music, but just in general as a man, as a person, because he stands as a man first, you know what I'm saying, before anything else, before any of the other uh, oaths and allegiances and, and alliances that we have, you know, he stands as a man. And that, and that really what attracted me to, to, to really watch him and learn from his pattern, um, that song man, that's one of them songs like I was just talking about Like I might reach back a year and a half, two years I did that song at the end of 2019 and But that song, I was going to put it I was going to just release it as a single And I never could pull the trigger on it Because it just wasn't right I was going to put it on a couple mixtapes And it just wasn't right So that song to me is special 'Cause that's the first song me and him did together. We've done a couple other since then. Right. But that song right there, that was the first one. Uh shout out to the homie YP because uh Cash Mob YP because he's the reason why that song took place. Because he was like, bro, I got a hook. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna send it to you. And and if it come out good, I'm gonna send it to Calico. You know what I'm saying? Put his verse on it.
0: You said cash money YP?
2: Yeah, ca- cash mob YP.
0: Cash mob YP. Cash I appreciate YP. you, man. I appreciate you, man. That song is heat. Yeah. That's the heat. That's the heat. Yes. Uh another song for me well I ain't going to just say what other song but my go-to song uh 95 uh is another song uh not only me um I get a lot of people uh hit me up asking about you know what songs uh, what songs for them other than you know then drop the top so it was 95 uh chase the bag uh uh Boxley. Uh and you can go on from there. What are you
2: I mean, oh, cause I, I really want to go back to drop the topic. because yeah, I'm gonna tell you about the thing about it. cause everybody come to me about that song, right? Cause they they're like, man, that song out of all the songs, it just stick out. And the reason why I it agree. stick out cause it's a whole different vibe. <laughs> I got different vibes of music that I do and I can't I be trying I try real hard not to put too much of one vibe on there or or not to go too left field but I have different vibes, of the kind of music that I do. And I really felt like like that one was personal. Cause I'm really talking about, you know, staying on the path, staying at, being a high value man and and valuing myself even when maybe somebody else didn't see it for me, right? Wanted for myself more than what somebody else might have wanted it for me, right? Or or even when or when the opportunity came and being prepared. See, that's the thing. A lot of people want blessings, right? Right. But they're not prepared for the blessing. Right. I agree. It's like it's like you, you throw me the ball, throw me the ball, but your hands are behind your back. That 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 ain't gonna work. Cause you you saying throw you the ball, but you're not even ready to catch right, the ball. Right, right, so, right. So so that song to me was really important. Like I said, it's a real deep song. Anyway, ninety five. Shout out to to my partner, man. Uh, uh uh uh. PJ uh Project Pain, um Project Pain, man. Uh, he came through on that song. Uh, NapTown Large on the beat. Major, major, major. Uh, excuse me. Ninety-five was not Laptown Large. That was my other partner, man. So shout out to my partner, man. I can't think of his name right now. He gonna kill me. He be like, "Oh man, I made the beat. You ain't shout me out." But look, Young Baller on the beat. That's his name. Oh, my we partner. got it right. We got it young right. Young Baller <laughs> on the beat. Young Baller on the beat. He's a man. He a major producer right now. He's super producing for shit for cash money. Uh, a lot of lot of different people right now. Um, Keep doing he, your thing, bro. He out of uh, Dallas, so you know he Texas, did,
0: baby. Texas, Dallas. Civil.
2: Dallas. Shout out to Dallas. Cowboys shout out to Houston. I just left Houston. Cowboys all day. I just left Houston. I don't know about that Cowboys uh, stuff. Man. I'm a Buck fan now. Hold hey man, on now. Hold on. Hey hold on. Hold on. do it's that.
0: It's all Cowboys on my Can't show. Let's do that. We ain't talking about nothing else Buck but the Cowboys. Shout out to Tom Brady.
2: <laughs> I want to give a major shout out to Anthony. Thank you for bringing the ship home. No, nah, anyway. Nah, but seriously. <laughs> it was Shady Brady a couple years ago. Now it's nice. Thank you, Tom Brady. <laughs> we'll
0: see. We'll see. No,
2: nah, but uh. No, but seriously, though, but Young Ball on the Beat, he's one of the best upcoming producers, and he's doing some major things right now Um, out of Dallas, like I said. 95 was a special song because I wanted to do something different i wanted to talk about i wanted to you jump in the time machine and say okay let's rap about what was going on in 1995
0: oh. and i did a lot
2: of name dropping a lot of stuff that if you was alive and out outside or about to be outside yeah. you know you could identify talking right. about like uh gangster's paradise right Bob deep Coolio, yeah. like all yeah. this stuff in 95 that was the shit all this stuff was the 90s, shit.
0: in 95. 90s 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 now
2: I can't
0: 90s was the years, man. I ain't gonna lie. For me, in the nineties was ninety
2: five people were still outside trapping on the corner. I'm not saying it's the smartest thing in the world, but it's just this is the memory because I grew up, you know, uh, Spring Hill. Shout out to the whole D-Land. I'm from D-Land. You know what I'm saying? So I grew right. up in the Spring Hill community, which is the corner store right on the corner, right there. Niggas outside. I'm talking about trapping, running the cars, running back, hiding the dope in the trash can, all that. I ain't gonna <laughs> give out the secret. Shout out, so out to I D-Land.
0: I know D-Land. I yeah, know exactly. Yeah, what you're yeah talking and about the boys shop
2: tra- trap hard. You know, shout, uh, rest in peace to the, uh, to the mayor, man, Lai. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Champ and all them boys, man. Shout out to uh, C-Note. You know what I'm saying? Theo. You know what I'm saying? Even though they're not from D-Land, they be in and around them parts. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my uh, my partner, uh, hit uh, Hitmaker RJ. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, but yeah, so that's, that's really what it was. And that really was just like a time machine. I just wanted to go back and just acknowledge, you know what I'm saying, that year. Because it just was something about that year. Because that next year, I went to high school. <laughs> so that year, it was just like, I would just remember that 95 right. just stuck out in my mind. Oh, You know okay. what I'm saying? So
0: Wow. So what about... um? Uh, for me Chase the Bag. Who worked with you on Chase the Bag?
2: Chase the Bag, uh, that was me and um that was me and uh I think it was Naptown on the beat, if I'm not mistaken. Who rap- who was it who's, a, who's over- Shaky, Shaky, Shaky Loki? Shaky, cause I, yep. I thought on, on that song,
0: verse. I I, yeah. I I thought it was red on that song with you.
2: Talking about uh, Mr. Three Eight Six. Yeah, that's no, right. That's he ain't red. on there. He they kind of sound familiar. That shaky Lowkey, man, shaky Lowkey. Daytona key. man. All yeah, right. that's my partner man. Hustle mentality, HMI. Shout out OZ too. Wow, wow. chase the yeah. bag
0: a nice nice song. I enjoyed it. Uh, MJ is another song for me that I enjoy. Oh yeah, uh, you like MJ? I like MJ. I got man. a
2: video for MJ already. I just ain't put it out yet.
0: Um, another song that do it for me is "Boxley." Uh, I like that
2: song. You uh, know about that song, though. Give me the history on that song.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> "Boxley" is a song that um, it came together through a text message, um, and I hit him up and asked him, "Could he do the song?" Because of um, we want to do the song in a in a celebration of someone's I was related to, and so. He took it and said, hey man, it's uh, we got a short, it was like three or four days that we could put the song together. And so he's like, hey, shoot me some info on the song and uh, I will see what I can do. So I had to be back in Tennessee and uh, I wanted together before I left. By the time I landed in the plane, he had shot, he had sent me, what he don't know about this, but by the time I landed and got at the Memphis airport, Uh, I had the song, so by that time, my pops had picked me up, and I had played it, and man, the hood went crazy, boy.
2: (laughs) And it's in Memphis, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's for people who don't know.
0: Yeah, so we went. Shout out to CMG. Yeah, so, you know, it it was one of those things, it's still, you know, it's still trending, we're supposed to do a video on it. Uh, and we still might do a video with with this whole GFM things trending and hitting pretty hard and speaking of the GFM uh, numbers I want to speak some numbers to you so okay. that people can know and understand who this man is I'm talking to right here and the work he put in okay. and if you got the opportunity to listen to him give him a shot you know what I'm saying because I believe myself that he really ain't getting the credit he's due with the work and the sound and quality he have uh, I think uh, you need to get him a shot. Trill Wheel is real good. And if you ain't listening to GFM Mixtape with DJ Star, I'm sorry, DJ Star, we ain't brought your name into this yet, but DJ Star, Shout Trill out, DJ Wheel, Star. Uh, GFM Mixtape, man it's, it's, man, it's something to listen to. But as we go into it, I want to talk about these numbers. Okay. On uh, live mixtape. Appreciate it, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, on live mixtape right now, uh, the numbers we got right now uh, – um we got Boosie 69K Big Thirty 61K K Camp 45K Trill Wheel 63K Pop Smoke 54K Uh to kind of put things in perspective uh you know this is what Trill at you know his work that he's putting in it's showing now. Uh, what do you have to say about uh, the numbers you're hearing, comparing to some of the artists that you know that are real hard hitters? First, first
2: of all, man, Big Thirty, man, Big Thirty, man, the beast, man. I, that dude, that man, he a I always listen to Big Thirty when I want to get turned. Big Thirty, Big Homie G, Money Bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, them them guys, I turn them guys on when I want to get Fights. turned. Uh, shout out to Boosie, man. I mean, all those guys you just named are, 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 are problems. You know what I'm saying? I'm behind that microphone. Uh, obviously, Pop Smoke, Crippin' Peace, Pop Smoke. You know what I'm saying? The homie, man. Um, I mean, I think that I still got a long way to go. You know i got a long way to go. Um, Them numbers sound good. It sound good. Um, It is good. It definitely is good. It's a blessing. I appreciate it. But I know that that's just... The beginning, you know, what I'm saying, I know it's like, damn, man, well, you've been rapping for a long time, but as to me, it's like it's an artistic journey, and it and, and I, and as an artist, as a real artist, not as just a rapper or as an right. artist, you know, what I'm saying, uh, I feel like I've just really just started to really kind of tell tell a story that I really want to tell, you know, um, yeah, so
0: so as we're going to this, uh, speaking a little bit more about the GFM mixtape, okay. I want to talk to you about. Uh, DJ Star
2: and uh, and how you guys met Wow G um uh, me and me and DJ Star we met um actually we met through IG honestly uh, we met through IG and then later on to find out he knows some people that I knew um
0: social media works folks
2: Yeah 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 uh social media definitely works um he knows some people I knew and then next thing I know I realized that uh he was big Meech's uh nephew Wow! Uh, I, yeah, I didn't, wow, wow. I didn't know back that, that at first. Back, 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 back that up again. Say that again. Yeah, uh, DJ Star. found out, um, you know, after we started working together. That's Big Meech's nephew. I don't know if y'all know who Big Meech is, but being Big Meech is the obviously the 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 Don, the head of BMF, Black Mafia Family. You know, the show y'all watch on Stars every Sunday. Wow, yeah. that's
0: a major connection right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know DJ Star was Big Meech's nephew. So. Yeah. Wow. There's a couple wow. of Big
2: Meech's nephew I'm working with right now, actually. So it's, well, let's, a, it's funny. funny. Let's thing.
0: talk a little more about that then, man. That's the inside on you. Y'all, y'all heard it first. You heard it first. You heard it first right here. Yep. DJ Star, man. He put in a lot of work, man. He got some great, great music. Great On mixtapes. live mixtape. And on the GFM uh, mixtape with Trill Will. man, you got to listen to it. I'm telling you. It's straight heat. It's smoking. It's smoking hot. Uh, you seen the numbers he's doing. Uh, he's putting a lot of work I want to talk a little bit more about uh, artists that you collab with on this on this GFm mixtape um okay. go ahead
2: um my big my, I feel like my biggest uh collab for this mixtape probably I, I don't want to say biggest as in name wise but I feel like one of my favorites is uh 819 baby 819 baby uh on blood sweat and tears. The video also is out on YouTube, and uh, song crazy. And everything. Yeah, I, I feel like that that right now to me is one of my personal favorite songs of myself. You know what I'm saying? Even though I have other songs that I love, but that that song, some about it's just me and him. We got about seven songs, eight songs together. We got a little EP already. We we, we contemplate. We're trying to get it right. Right. But man, it, it's it's hard. It's hard. Every song we do get on, it, it go hard gonna
0: lie. so talk to me a little bit more that the calico connection okay. and uh you know it's one of the guys you collab with as well
2: yeah calico like i said that's my brother man um you know calico made big homie man switch gang shout out to the whole switch gang shout out to the whole bmf um you know and shout out to all the 20s out there you know what i'm saying He side you know what i'm saying y'all already know what's going on uh you know, like, I mean, Calico, man, he's just, he was a transcendent artist. I'm telling you, because back, remember MySpace? Remember when MySpace was going on? Yeah. Okay, that's when I found Calico. For real? I found Calico way back then. He didn't know who I was, but I found him. Wow. Like, I'm talking about, he was the first artist, he, not even artist, he was the first person that I knew from outside of Long Beach to go to Long Beach, move there, live there, get put on the set on the hood. You know what I'm saying on on, on, the, on the 20s and, and really lead there, bring it outside of Long Beach. So he really he really put on like he is really like a pioneer on many different levels. And he was doing music and so on and so forth. And he had his run where right. he was doing stuff with Blue Da Vinci. And um, you know that's where the whole you know part of part of, of the reason why Switch Gang became a thing. Wow. Um, but he's a he's a real entrepreneur though. You know what I'm saying. He deals with real estate. He, he's he's about to he's about to run for some political type stuff. He he wow. makes some move. He he really he really is a pioneer. He's a different solid breed. stand-up
0: guy man. Yeah, yeah, Sounds like a, a hustle breed. to me. Oh for you sure. You know what I mean? So you know I listen to Calico. Shouts oh, sure. I mean? so, you know, shout oh, out to Calico. Keep on your thing, boy. Yeah, I know where he's from. I <laughs> he know from where he's from boy. You know, he's yeah. representing wherever wherever Memphis nigga go, you gonna know. So yeah. shouts out to Memphis. Shouts out to West 10, how we get it in. Shouts on shouts out to my uh BB for the legal gear for the merch. Okay. Uh you know you and you heard it first. So I want to talk to little about uh, the CMG collab you got okay. with the uh, 55 bags okay. and the songs and the things you got going on.
2: Um, Shout out to Celebrity DJ YG. I got to mention him because that's how this whole thing happened. Um, celebrity DJ YG, me and him, uh, we have a, a joint venture company um, that we are partnered in called Celebrity Status uh, Records. And... Celebrity Status became partner with CMG through 55 Bags. Um, and so that's kind of how that whole thing happened. Um, if you, uh, I don't know if you know him by CMG Artists, but if you go look on Big Jook page on Instagram, he got a list of the artists on there. You know, 55 Bags is one of them artists on there. Um, I got two songs with him. Um, the first one was a remix, you know what I'm saying? But the one, second one is on the Zaytoven beat and uh it'll be out it'll be out first quarter 2022 that's when that's when they're looking at so we it. can
0: expect to uh, to hear some from you and more from you guys S- some more CMG collaborations man
2: absolutely wow absolutely
0: well you heard it first so so um CMG are doing big things, bro. Angel. I must uh I gotta okay. send some shouts out to him, man. CMG must shout out to Yo Gotti Keep doing your thing, man. Salute, keep doing man. your big thing. Homie. Salute to you. I seen where the uh you partnered up with uh, was it DC United? Well, who's that? D C United. Uh, DC United is soccer. He bought the soccer team. He yeah,
2: bought, he bought I see the whole that, team. Man. He bought the team. Congrats,
0: yeah. keep doing your thing. Yeah. Uh and bro, you keep doing your thing. And um I just wanna say congrats, man. I'm proud of what you're doing where you're at. And keep doing your thing, brother.
2: I appreciate it again.
0: Uh, but oh, uh, as we go into, I want to ask you some some questions about okay. music and Let's go. um I'm with it. uh who are you listening to?
2: Who am I listening to? I kind of gave that away already. Uh I listen to Big 30, you know what I'm saying? I li- I listen to I listen to Lil Baby, you know what I'm saying. I listen to Moneybag Yo um a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh Right now, I ain't gonna lie though. My favorite right now is ESTG. I can't hold you. Mm. Hey, big homie. Hey, homie. Homie, hard. man. every every song. I ain't heard a song. He remind me. I, listen, I was there. I was alive and outside when the era when Jeezy came out, like and, and it's just the the real. He authentic. Feeling, he
0: authentic. You can
2: hear the details. Yeah, in the he sun, authentic. And it's just like it bring you back to a place and you know, time. And that's that's the feeling that I get with him I, all over again.
0: I watched the interview on him last night. You oh, know, I'm big on music, but I'm big on you know what's between your shoulders too. That's true. And that's true. with him, we got in in this music industry. There's a lot of talent out here yeah. in the urban areas. Yeah. But the thing is this you know, what's between your shoulders gonna take you to the next level. Yeah. And when I heard this young man spoke he had he had Gotti next to him and he was just speaking of how authentic Gotti was and yeah. how he was observing some of his moves to just let me know, you know, as a young man that's gonna make a lot a lot of money, you know, as we watch him as as us being older guys, you know, you know, it's good to see a young brother like himself you know, that's you know, to hold something that's gonna gonna do well in the industry and employ other people. And that's what's I like so. Shouts out to my guy for doing his thing and keep doing it. Good to see that he he definitely 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 have great. But he he's
2: single-handedly putting Kentucky on the map on the gangster rap. What scene. man? Because I ain't never heard no Kentucky gangster rap. No no no. We had he what Nappy Roots the, was from Kentucky. Yeah, I mean like it, it was some rap like uh, was uh, Hard Jack Harlow. Yeah, but that's not you know. I'm talking about authentic street trap music, bro he brought trap music to Kentucky. Shout out to ESTG. Give me something to listen to, going to work out to. I appreciate it. Love, love that man. Another CMG artist. I'm talking about CMG murdering the game. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they definitely they definitely got on lock and they're doing that thing. Uh, I got some series of questions related to influential uh, musicians growing up. Uh, for me, growing up was uh, that was influential uh, was uh, Parliament, um, Run DMC, Michael Jackson, Bob Marley um Tina Turner Madonna uh James Brown you know Florida boy Luke gotta bring Luke into that okay. and of course last but not least daddy Yankee uh the, uh that's some of those who's influential musicians for me musicians so uh could you give me your input
2: um I, I gotta say I all, all them people that you name is amazing I, I gotta I gotta say that that's an amazing list um, the, the surprise for me on your list was probably uh, Madonna, and I wasn't expecting that. And Daddy Yankee, I wasn't expecting that. Good list though. My list for me, um, influences. I got. I definitely got to say Michael Jackson. I say this in every interview, and I have people looking at me like, "Why is he saying Michael Jackson?" It's all right. Because Mike was prime time. Oh yeah. Mike, well, listen. When I grew, Mike, Mike had a movie. He was. He basically, uh, to me. He kind of ushered hip hop into where it's at now because yeah. all the glitzy and glamour. Clo- Listen, that nigga had he had it. He just was like that, and his music was amazing. Never heard a whack Michael song ever in my life. Um, let's go beyond that, dig a little little bit deeper. I gotta say Prince because the, uh, the musicality, the instrumentations. You know, Prince could play every instrument.
0: You're right that, about to
2: that. To me, that, that is, to me, I played the drums. I started playing drums when I was five. Uh oh. So that's that's big. Like to be able to play every instrument. Like my little brother, uh King Kong, infamous Kong, he played the piano and the and the drums and the guitar. That's three. So I, I always thought that was dope. You know, but <laughs> this but then we're talking about Prince can play every instrument. Crazy.
0: I agree with you on Bruno Prince. Bruno
2: Mars remind me of Prince a lot.
0: Yeah, he's he's a, he got an old soul. Love. Um um, I got a series of questions I wanna ask. It just goes with personality and character. Okay. I'll just answer. It's one or two. Lyrics uh-huh. or beat? Lyrics. Rap or hip hop? Hip hop. Pac or biggie?
2: Pac. Old school, old school, or old school. <laughs> That's not even a choice. You said three things the same thing. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a different uh <laughs> All right, <laughs> old school versus new school, man. I'm going to say new school because new school got more versatility. That's what I'm going to
0: leave it like that. Oh, man, cut it out.
2: Yeah, they got, they listen, nah. I listen. I was big on the singing and the rapping. Everybody, everybody thought I was crazy. You can't sing and rap. Now nah, that's what they're doing. Yeah,
0: you're you right understand? About that. I
2: seen the future. Bone Thugs and Harmony was one of my favorite groups. And that way, bone, boom, bone, boom, bone, boom, bone. Can we move boom, forward? Boom, boom, Please. Boom. Listen. KRS1 or Chuck D. KRS1, man. Stop playing with me. K.R.O.'s one was a fool. All right.
0: Missy Elliott or Nicki Minaj?
2: Man, Nicki Minaj, man. Nicki Minaj is a GOAT, man. I, I love Missy. Missy was original and she holds her place, but, but Nicki Minaj, ain't nobody ever did it like Nicki Minaj. Wow, okay. Lil Wayne a Lil Baby? I love Lil Baby, but boy, I got to say, Lil Baby. if it wasn't Lil for Baby Lil Wayne, there wouldn't be no Lil Baby. It's <laughs> right, pretty hey, safe to we say. We need Lil
0: Baby in this time right now. Yeah, we definitely we do. We need him right now.
2: That song, Bigger Picture, Man. that he did, that was monumental. He all changed right, the game okay, all right, when no. he came out with that. Nas or Jay-Z? I'm going to say Jay-Z, but it's close. I'm going to say oh. Jay, but it's close. I said Nas or Jay-Z? I said Jay, but it's close. Bad boy. Or death row. Yeah, I gotta or go. Or death row. I gotta go. Or death row. I gotta go. Or death row. I gotta go with the row. Ro. Go Ro. Ro. go all right then. All you, know right. Once, if you don't want a producer dancing in your videos. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, I got one more man. One of my go. nicknames used to be Sug Knight. <laughs> don't play with me now. Uh, all right. All right. You gotta answer one. I know. I know your status. But all beer right. or wine?
2: Man, I don't drink. But if I had to pick. I say wine because right, okay. wine gets finer with time. Just like me. So let's I
0: go. All right, Go Um chicken or
2: steak. I don't eat meat at all or poultry. But if I had to pick, I'm gonna say chicken. Everybody know chicken. All
0: right, egg scramble or over easy. I don't
2: eat eggs either. But guess what? Scramble.
0: Man, this guy here, man. Yeah, that's right. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, that's my right. Gosh, I ain't boy. quite I ain't quite
2: a vegan yet, but I'm, I'm almost right, am almost. I got, got one for you. Hustle, hustle or a, talent? Oh, got to say hustle, man. Hustle out beats talent. every. Hard work beats talent every time. You know why? Because there's a lot of talented people out there, and this is a serious subject. I know we laughing and joking, but this is a serious subject because a lot of people feel like because they're talented or for the ladies out there, they think that because they're beautiful, and that's their talent, that, that's their ticket. That's not the golden ticket, I'm telling you right now. Right. There's way too many people that got the same talent or if not better talent right. or look better or, or than you are. So right. the only thing that can separate you from them is what? Hard work. And right. so and, and hard work will beat talent every single time. I in agree. The race, I time. agree.
0: Uh, under the radar or super fly.
2: Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I tried to under the radar thing. <laughs> That's worry, why man. I had to stop doing illegal stuff because I that like that. Ain't gonna work. I, like, I you see the Samiri shirt. Yeah, yeah I, I, I see. Like the, I like I the you. I like the pop. I like the pop shit too much. I gotta right, okay. I gotta stay fly. Shout to the old Super fly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Last but not least, fight or flight. Man, I'm asking for your fight,
2: man. We ain't yeah. doing no listen. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you man I want to say man It's a pleasure having you For sure And um, I'm sure We'll do more interviews How we better. And uh And just one last thing Before we go Just want to put some input On the BM- BMF tour And uh, wish the best For the BMF tour And what they doing With the movie The movie is uh, amazing The episode is amazing uh, Shouts out to 50 Cent yeah. Big Meech Lil Meech And DJ Star And the whole fam uh, Wish you the best uh any input before we go True?
2: Oh man, I got a lot of input, man. You talking about that BMF movement. I gotta shout out the original BMF big homie, OG Big Dave. Yes, OG Big Dave. That's my big homie, man, stamped and certified by OG Big Dave. Um, you know, if anybody got any questions about my BMF affiliation, that's how we coming. Um, you know, I also got to shout out BMF Blade and uh BMF Gambino. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Cognac. Shout out to New Money, a.k.a. Des Dibiase. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Calico Jones. Shout out to DJ Star. Shout out to... All the big homies, man. All the big homies that paved the way. Shout out to Free Big Meats. That's the other thing. Got a Free Big Meats, Free Larry Hoover. That's the other big thing. That's Let's right. talk that's about right. that. You feel what I'm saying? That's free right. all my political prisoners right. of war. You heard, you heard what I'm saying? We, heard using, right. we, using, we using music as a platform to get the message across that Facts. they tried to stop Facts. 10, 20, 15, 30, 40 Facts. years ago. So that's what we doing with the music, man. At the end of the day. I'm not I'm not I'm not propagating anybody to do any kind of particular lifestyle. I only talk about what I've been through and at the end of the day but if you think that that's that Doing that is the thing to do, and you ain't got no other option. That's on you. But I'm gonna tell you what I went through, and I, it landed me in places I ain't want to go. So I'm telling everybody that that feeling like they on the fence, they want to sell drugs to get a job, get your job, you know what I'm saying, and, and or, or create your own business, get an LLC, you know what I'm saying, do, do that. You, you know heard it first, yeah, yeah, you heard it first. That part, it ain't for everybody, man. Real talk, real talk.
0: Shouts out to everybody for the support. Go to the YouTube. Check us out on YouTube at youhearditfirst.co. Check out my IG at YHIF Podcast. Also, check out my website at youhearditfirst.co. Check out Trill Will. Go ahead, Trill.
2: Hey, look, I got one more thing, man. Hey, shout out, major shout out to Real Life Music. Shout out to Full Circle Music Group. Shout out to Celebrity Status. Shout out to Savage Life Entertainment. Shout out to Super Unit. Shout out to Top Yellow Management. Shout out to uh CZ shout out to my other business partner uh Christopher Robinson um and shout out to Cassandra my administ- head administrator for Black Executive Triad shout out to everybody who's with the movement who supported me like share follow all that good stuff you can find uh, me at trillwill 386 that's t r i l l w i l l 386 on Instagram and trillwill on all the other platforms It's a bet, man. I appreciate y'all's love. You heard it first. Make sure you go to the
0: YouTube page and please subscribe at You Heard It First. Check out that IG at YHIF Podcast and go to my website and check it out. We got a lot of reels and a lot of videos on there at YouHeardItFirst.co. I'm out. God bless. This is Podcast J, where you heard it first on Sports News. And today, we're going to talk about basketball. In basketball, on October the 19th, on Tuesday, was the beginning of the NBA season. Something we've all been waiting for, for all of you basketball fans. On October the 19th, on Tuesday, Uh, The NBA season started without Kyrie Irving, something we are all familiar with. Right or wrong, uh, the Brooklyn Nets don't have Kyrie Irving uh, to start their season. Uh, That's a story we could talk about, which we could talk about later on another date. But as we move forward, we're going to talk about something that everybody watched on Tuesday. Was the Lakers getting beat by the Warriors. That game was a game that everybody was tuned into on Tuesday night uh, beginning of the season, the NBA started the season uh, really big with the Lakers playing the Warriors and everybody had their thoughts on the game. My thoughts were the Lakers going to win that game LeBron James was going to ball out and he was going to hit by 45 points uh, probably 10 assists and 12 rebounds. I was wrong. But LeBron James did hit 34 points, 5 assists, and 11 rebounds. The great Stephon Carey dropped 21 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds. The Lakers did get beat by the Warriors. uh, And, unexpectedly, I should say. As we move forward, we're going to talk a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets. As you know, Kyrie Irving is not with the Brooklyn Nets for whatever reason but they lost and they lost big to the Bucks. Durant dropped 32 along with Bucks Giannis dropping 32. Now, get ready for the Milwaukee Bucks to have a great season this year. I think that the Milwaukee Bucks will be back in the NBA championship and will make a push to win it again to where they're playing you probably you probably disagree with that, but that's okay. We will see later on in the season. The season is early. It is early, but as I see it, uh, Milwaukee haven't lost much at all. They playing well, and Giannis look like he's probably gonna win MVP the way he's going. Now, as we go into baseball, last night was an epic night with the Atlanta Braves beating the LA Dodgers nine to two. If you watch that game, people, that was one of the games you want to tune into. That was four home run in that defeat against the Dodgers. The Braves are a great team. They lost a player early in the year, uh, and they're still making a great, great run for the World Series. Now, the L.A. Dodgers are not a team that you cannot count out. And we all know that in baseball. So, tune in tonight on that game. Because the Braves could go to the World Series tonight. Or, the Dodgers could make their way back to take the series. What do you think? Give me your input and your feedback. As we move forward, back into baseball, the basketball, the New York Knicks are back. I'm gonna say it again, the New York Knicks are back. Beating the Celtics, and I watched that game, the Knicks are looking good and young, and they're back. Hornets win a close one, Wizards win, 76ers win without Ben Simmons. I think I'm going to give you my input about the whole situation with Ben Simmons. Uh, I think we have to take you back to last year when 76ers felt a little short um, last year because of Ben Simmons. Because of Ben Simmons' performance, because of Ben Simmons not able to hit the jump shot, uh, and they fail to win and move forward. As we move forward to this present time, 76ers lost without Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons does not want to play for the 76ers. For whatever reason, we're not going to move any further about Ben Simmons. What we are going to talk about is John Moran. Leading the Grizzlies to a win. And John Morant looking really good last night and explosive like he's always have. And I think that the Grizzlies are going to make a really, really good push uh, led by the great John Morant. And also, I saw her uh, last night where um, one of the old players last night was celebrating uh, John Morant. So great win last night. And tonight, we have the Broncos and the Browns. For all you Denver Broncos fans and all you Cleveland Browns fans. My question to everyone on that game tonight on Thursday night, football, is who you got? Who I have tonight, I have the Cleveland Browns being the Denver Broncos. You ask me why? I think the Cleveland Browns are a great team and I think they're underperforming. And I think that uh, I think later on in the season, they'll start playing a little better. I think they're going to make a playoff run. The Denver Broncos is a team that uh, I think that a lot of people uh, weren't expecting to beat them this good with Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback. I think they're going to do well. I don't think they're going to do as well as the Broncos. That's my opinion. Uh, but if you watch the game, check the game out tonight. But that's going to close in on Sports News. Uh, with Podcast Jay, you heard it first. I'm out.